What's up, water hockey fans? We are on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Cowboys aren't, but we are. With DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, they're celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, like it isn't here, you can still get in on the action of the divisional round. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, if that sounds interesting to you and you'd like to get in on the action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Get some help and call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's get to the show. going on that audio sound yeah weird. yeah it's yeah. like sl- slowed down sped up no i hope it didn't do that in, in the uh post-production yeah. if It'll it did right. the listeners will never know montreal just scored oh, two goals Christ. within 30 seconds of each other we're down two to zero uh on the time just... period when we started the show when the intro music came on to this exact moment they scored two goals yeah so should we just if we start? lose to Montreal at home, does Bonus get fired? I hope so. I really, really hope so. Are there going to be two head coach opening jobs in Dallas at the end of this month? I'm sure have we'll not just cut Mariana up and call it good. Yeah. Have we started? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This Are is definitely officially? recording. Oh, cool. Well, welcome back to episode 57 of Water Hockey, <laughs> part of the Hockey Podcast <laughs> Network, brought to you by DraftKings. As always, head over to DraftKings and use the promo code THPN to get in on all of the action. NFL playoffs. Ha. Dallas, not. Ha. Before we dive into all things Texas hockey, I am Fink as always, and I'm joined by Patrick and Jason. Uh, Well, we've already gotten right into it. As you've heard, I am joined by Patrick and Jason. Uh, Let's catch up a little bit so the stars can catch up too. Uh, Patrick, how was your weekend? I had a great weekend. We went to the S&D Oyster Co., on Friday night with uh, Jason and one of our, not not our Jason, other Jason. Really good. Down on McKinney Avenue, would recommend. And while okay. we were there, Jason jokingly said, we should hit up the casino. Ooh. Oh, yeah, there's a story behind that. I said, I'm down for that. It's only an hour away. But let's check with the wife and her friend, our friend, was in town from Oklahoma. They said, let's do it. So... We finished eating, went and uh, got a change of clothes from Jason's house and drove all the way up to Choctaw. Jason wanted to play some craps and roulette. We walked over to the craps table and no dice. Eh. Literally for us because it was completely full. 
So I saw a Mississippi stud table, which is my game of choice. Uh, if y'all haven't played it, I would highly recommend it. It's a good way to win a lot or lose a lot. But um, long story short, first hand I sat down, hit three of a kind, and that put me up 300, and I did not go below that the rest of the night. Walked out with almost a cool G on uh, $200 out of the ATM. God, I love a cool G. So now I'm taking that money. I was going to go buy a driver. And then I realized no driver is going to fix my swing. But pure swing golf may be able to. Ooh. So that's what I'm doing on Thursday. A little plugola. I'm, Should we send them an invoice? <laughs> yeah, maybe a little payola. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> plugola payola. <laughs> so I, I'm super excited. It sounds uh, like they have pretty much every technological golf tool you can imagine. So I'm super excited to see how shitty my swing is and what I can do to fix it. So yeah, that was my weekend. And then we watched like five Harry Potters. So what are the nine? Are there nine? Eight. Eight, yeah. We are now on the Deathly Hallows. Wait, is it oh, eight? Stars are. It's seven. It's seven, but second one's two, right? Seven with... Yeah. The seventh one is two, sorry. Two parts. Yeah. So yeah, that was my weekend. A lot of fun. Nice, nice, very nice. Uh, I don't. I've only seen the Harry Potter movies once, and I'm not ashamed that it wasn't for me. Once all the you seen all of them once or one of them one time? All of them one way all the way through. Okay, so one one complete run. Yeah, that's that's uh, fair and that's fine. Yeah, I think that's all. Star Star Wars, Star Wars guy. Oh yeah, absolutely. We got got to watch all all of them like at least once a year. Book of Boba Fett. I mean, this apples to oranges, though, right? For sure. I mean, intergalactic. Why can't a fruit be compared, of course? Okay, but. hold on. I do remember in college writing an essay that Harry Potter was an exact ripoff of the Star Wars story. It's true. I feel uh, like you can actually I go to jasonagary.com and look this up. Hold on. Oh, I, will, oh, I love, I love <laughs> the drop. I love the plug draw for you. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. I mean, we can keep going. Uh, I'll I'll tweet a link. I, I feel like I feel like you're right. I mean, it, it, I'm I'm very appreciative of your synopsis about this because I, a lot of people don't like Star Wars or they pick Harry Potter over Star Wars. Uh, same thing with Lord of the Rings. But I really feel like cinematic wise, Star Wars flew up and beyond so Harry Potter could cast spells or something. You know what I'm getting into. You know. You know. Yeah. Everything is a ripoff of something else if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's very few original ideas nowadays. The stars are a ripoff of an NHL hockey team. Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, as you as you heard, Jace, Jason Aguirre, uh, dot com that is hosted by <laughs> the one and only Jason Aguirre. Jason, how was your weekend? Dude, the weekend was cool. Uh, I went to Shenanigans on. Oh, is that the place Saturday. with the shit on the walls? <laughs> yes it is <laughs> no i hear that not. one or two more all times. The goofy <laughs> shit on the walls yeah <laughs> hey farva no. what's that place with all goofy shit on the walls oh shenanigans we should go there later oh sorry <laughs> i know the whole movie no absolutely um no so it was my niece's birthday so we went to go hang out with her and went bowling and whatnot try not to let my bowling my former life get ahead of me there because i used to be a bowler in a former life in in high school. 
will say my high game 287. No biggie, but whatever. Impressive. I, was close, I was close to it. Wow. And have only done it once, been that close. Uh, after that, never really got above 250. So, anyways, enough about bowling. But yeah, other than that, it was great. I, I told my wife I swore off bowling because <laughs> we went one time bowling and I got so like into it and i was just like no i don't want i don't want to have that you know in her head i'm like eh, there's a reason for me to be competitive in bowling like we're going on a date do you uh do you pull like a uh, turk in scrubs when he's arm wrestling carla and just slams her <laughs> hand down <laughs> no but that's a good I, I like that that's a good <laughs> reference yeah absolutely but that no, was a good time though think how was your weekend uh, it was good. Uh, we had uh, MLK Day off yesterday, obviously, record on uh, Tuesdays. So I had Monday off, uh, took it kind of easy, uh, skated with Brooke. We, uh, she got some of those Ugg boots slash Bauer skates. I saw those. Those things were pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So you can remove like the, the inner lining if you want to. Uh, but they're, they're pretty snazzy. I mean, they're, they're made out of mostly plastic. They're only, you know, they're around or under a hundred bucks, depending on where you get them. Uh, but went out, uh, did a couple laps, burned some calories, uh, had a, had a good, uh, had a good weekend. Uh, tried, uh, Jameson for the first time in a very, 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 very long time. Uh, I don't know if you boys have heard of Jameson orange. Uh, it's a new whiskey, obviously Jameson that has come out recently. I saw some guy on TikTok try it. He lost his mind. He was like, this smells so good and tastes just like an orange Tic Tac. Uh, and so I had to try it, which was stupid because I don't have a great history with Jameson by any means. But I was like, well, there's orange in it. So there's got to be like, you know, something about nutritional value. So I tried it and uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, played some darts. Absolutely wrecked. Uh, played one of the best rounds of darts in my entire life. Uh, cricket. That's what I usually go with. And uh, yeah. Nice. Oh, and I'm back on sticks. And by that, I mean, uh, oh, yes, X- Xbox. I am back Playing on chill, NHL baby. 22, the most updated version. So if you were listening to this and you have an Xbox and play NHL 22, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook at laces out Finkel F I N K L E. That is my account. I got it back. Ramona be damned. If you know, you know. Uh, and I'm back on the sticks. I can't say that I'm good. Uh, I'm much like uh, on the little pylons. I'm a, I'm, I'm a great locker room presence. Uh, real good for the locker room. So, yeah, check it out. And uh, all around good weekend. Cannot complain whatsoever. Oh, had some salmon and steak last night for dinner. So that's Solid. how we Very, very delicious. Ooh, man. Uh, took someone to uh, Central Market for the first time. Showed them what HEB is all about because uh, we don't have HEBs yet. Um, just Central Market still that are close. But uh, yeah, we're a hockey podcast. We like to talk about hockey in North Texas and all the means around the state. Uh, we made some pretty cool connections. For those that are listening that ordered a hoodie, oh, they're on the way. They're on the way officially. And just gotta you just gotta give us a little more uh a little more patience and they will be here in no time. Also, if you're listening and you ordered the jerseys, the order is in. The jerseys, I uh I gotta admit, I, I was uh kind of bored one day last week, and uh yeah, long story short, 
I just wanted some uh, I wanted some new jerseys. I felt like there was a lot of people who had asked about them that didn't get them the first run because I kept it very small. But yeah, luckily, uh, Men's League Sweaters is a fantastic company. Very, very easy to work with. Uh, made the design super easy. We're not sponsored by them, but I just feel like it's worth us uh, mentioning, shouting them out. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, great weekend. But yeah, like I said, we're a hockey podcast, so we'll jump right into it again. Allen Americans, first and foremost, nice little weekend for them. Uh, they are uh, still still struggling a little bit uh, in the ECHL and the Mountain Conference. But Antoine Bubo, who's played with the Allen Americans a couple of games throughout the season, was called up and was on the bench for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, I believe it was on Sunday evening. If that's wrong, I'm sorry. It might have been Monday evening. Regardless, Antoine Bubeau has now played in the ECHL, the AHL for the Charlotte Checkers, and the NHL roster. So pretty cool little stat for him. Uh, Technically, he hasn't played in the NHL yet. He was a backup, but he's been in all three of the leagues. Hopefully, we can get him on the podcast soon because I would love to hear about that arena Uh, the ins and outs from a player's perspective. Uh, Speaking of call-ups, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, co-captain Spencer Aschuk is getting a call-up to the AHL to play with the Charlotte Checkers on a PTO. Uh, Not the Charlotte Chesses. Not the Charlotte Charlotte Chesses, but the Charlotte Checkers play at Bojangles Arena. I know it's a chicken place, but that is just a fun word to say. It's got to be weird to be like, we're going to go play at Bojangles. Sounds like a really awful country bar, but kudos to him. He has been one. I think he is the longest standing Allen American. He's played in the most games for the Allen Americans, upwards of 400, 500 now. Uh, the guy has been with the team for a very long time, uh, implemented his family here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So really cool to see him get the call up to the AHL, uh, obviously due to uh COVID-19 and the uh, pandemic still being relevant and around um, relevant, not irrelevant. It's here, even though the NHL is finally kind of getting their act together. Different topic. We're a hockey podcast. Really cool to see him get the opportunity to go play in the AHL. Uh, Another Allen American that was in the news, uh, rookie Gavin Gould opened up the scoring for the ECHL all-star game on Monday as he was the lone representative of the Allen Americans. Uh, and another really cool stat, the PHL took place in the all-star game and we saw one of the PHL players, uh, Ali Thunstrom get a goal, the second of the night. So, uh, all in all fantastic night for hockey, for the ECHL, uh, for the all-stars. Uh, and they won against the Jacksonville Iceman 14 to seven, obviously not a, uh, defensive heavy game, Moving up a little bit to I the think AHL. Was back checking that. Yeah. That game. No, just uh, what's his name? Cap- uh, Justin Kappelmaster was the goalie for the Jacksonville Iceman. Gave up those first two goals. You can't, you know, it doesn't go against your stats. It's fine. You know, it's it's cool. It's it's good. Uh, Is Kappelmaster still dead to us after the uh, after no. the playoff game last year? No, he is risen. Uh, he is risen because okay. I don't think I don't think that was I don't think that was ever his doing. Uh, he didn't ask to be traded from the Americans, uh, so I don't think it was. You know, I want to say he was playing backup to like, Francis Morot. Yeah, 
He wasn't like, I'm packing my, you know, I'm leaving on a jet plane. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, so can't really put it, hold it against him. He's fine. Maybe he'll be on the show soon. Welcome anytime. Oh, anytime. We're bumping up to the AHL now where the Texas Stars split a series over the weekend with the aforementioned Charlotte Shessers. And uh, they took the Sunday game six to five. Uh, unfortunately, I may have made some comments at the beginning of the season saying that the Texas Stars were going to be a wagon with all the pieces that they had. And I don't know if it's because of COVID uh, that people are, you know, were getting called up and bumped down because of the 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 taxi squad, but they're sitting at the bottom of their division and the bottom of the league in the HL with 22 points. Uh, and I was dead wrong. Um, but hopefully they make a strong comeback. They've got 45 games remaining. Uh, yeah. So we never claimed to be experts. We, we never did. We never did. Um, we do, we do have some NHL hockey to talk about though. And, the stars are still the stars. Uh, they went on the road, played against Florida and Tampa, and got absolutely throttled against Florida. Uh, turned around and played a decent game against Tampa, but what was most frustrating was the comments by head coach Rick Bonus again seemingly putting the poor play on the players and not taking any responsibility on the coaching side. Jason, I don't know how that makes you feel, but I am curious because you you like to get philosophical on us. So allow me to introduce a guest to the show, head coach Rick Bonus. Hey, Rick, what's going on? Thank you for coming on today. Oh, um, you know, just a little closer to the game, so... Happy to be here, though. Oh, jeez, that's uh, that's our eight forty bit. Yeah, this is this is <laughs> this is true eight forty bit territory. <laughs> Voices. <laughs> oh, so we're gonna have a weekly guest, uh, Rick Bonus from Hell. Yeah, uh, also I'm to see this right now. Oh, yeah, also in my office. Thank you. So, uh, man. I don't know where to begin with this. On one hand, you you do kind of want to blame the players for piss poor play. Yeah, right. But also, you as a coach need to step in and do your job and fucking lead your players. Okay, that's a little harsh. Well, fucking step up, old. dude. I'm 98 years old. <laughs> so, exactly <laughs> where you need to be. I'm doing the best I can on my sixth replacement surgery. That's just the side. Sounds like a lot of excuses. Yeah, I don't care where you are in life. You know what I hear excuses? These players. These players. Like that. Is it the players or is it just Dennis Gurionov? Oh, he's, he's been dead to me since I met him. I mean, that kid, absolutely terrible. One of the fastest kids I've seen, but he's, he, can, he can only skate well for, you know, four minutes a night. That's what we've got You know, I'm sure you've seen it. Is four minutes a night enough time to actually get into a rhythm and be good at hockey? That's what she said. What are you going to do with the other three My minutes and 30 seconds? Did we just tie it up? We did tie it up. Oh, man. Don't worry. I'm going to talk to my video, guys. We'll get that review. We'll get that <laughs> you going to challenge the goal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
this is going to be the uh, the last play of the Dallas Cowboys playoff game. Kelly Forbes. Kelly Forbes, video coach. Oh, I don't know that that's a goal. Damn it. We're watching the game, the Montreal Stars game in real time as you're listening to this on Thursday morning. <laughs> so you'll take credit for, for the good decisions, but not the bad ones. That's all me, baby. <laughs> Dude, this oh, this echo, <laughs> not echo. It's, it's reverb. I don't, know, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I I, I stepped away from. Oh hey, thank you. Yeah, oh, sorry. Hey. I just I stepped away from Bones my desk just, for a second. I had to use the restroom. A little potty hot break. Jones was there. Jason, we yeah. need the the door opening and closing. <laughs> the uh, the AOL Instant Messenger. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, 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 I can't say I can't say that's the goal, but uh, to your point, Jason, it's it's frustrating because it does seem like every single time something bad happens on the ice, it's because of the players solely. It's not because of anything that the coaching staff has or hasn't done. Uh, it's extremely frustrating because I can't remember his name. I'm sure someone's going to send us a direct message, but they recently hired an analytics guy and to everyone's knowledge, it's the first time they've ever hired someone of that mindset to come in and help. And I don't know if that's going to help them at all. I don't know if that's going to, you know, shift the tide, but I do know that it's not going to help Rick bonuses case with the fans. Um, So it's really frustrating. So uh, Patrick, I guess I pose the same question to you. Where where do you stand on if you were to say a responsibility wise percentage of how much this falls on the players versus the coaching staff? What would you give it? Oh man, that's a that's a good question. I don't. I mean, the players do have to go out and execute, but you execute on what's being practiced. More than anything, you can only go so far on just hockey knowledge and general skill alone. You need to be able to take what you've practiced, take the set plays, take the passing, all of that that you work on in practice, and it has to translate to a game time situation, which it uh, thus far does not appear to do, at least not on any sort of consistent basis. Mm-hmm. And so I would say it's probably 70% on the players and 30% on the coaching not getting them prepared for whatever reason. I don't know if it's they don't they have a different practice schedule when they're playing at home versus when they're playing on the road. By practice schedule, I mean, you know, what they practice on or what they what they practice um every day. I'm trying to avoid saying practice like I'm Alan Iverson. <laughs> I wish we had the sound drop of that. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. But yeah, this uh, this complete. Ooh, that's a penalty. What, what boiling down to what you're saying is, you take the good, you take the bad, you take it all, and there you have the facts of life. This, I mean, this complete abdication of responsibility from bonus 
I, I just don't know how long it can, it can go on. You can't say, oh, well, the players just didn't execute and there'd be healthy scratches and blah, 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 when there's been very little indication that what you're doing is working, at least on any sort of consistent basis. But also there's been almost zero indication that you're willing to try literally anything else. Unless you count lines and making Gurionov play six minutes a game. Right. We've tried nothing and we've run out of ideas. I think what is the most frustrating is the fact that, and that people have said this numerous times. So if you're someone that said this and you think I'm plagiarizing you, relax. I'm not. I really don't care to read that much anyway, uh, aside from Twitter, which we have some tweets we'll, we'll go over here in a little bit. That being said, the team that Rick Bonus was brought into take over was Jim Montgomery's team. It was not Rick Bonus's team. They didn't have the same mindset. They didn't have the same mentality. It was a completely different team. So that does explain why there could be a disconnect even to this day, even though the team has suffered and cannot win on the road, which I think is a, is a toughness thing, both mental and physical. Uh, the Dallas Stars have two fighting majors uh, tied for the least in the league. A lot of people that listen to this podcast know that I am a Antoine Roussel stan. Uh, I proudly have the rookie jersey hanging behind me in all of these podcasts. Uh, I think we're going to start doing live shows at one point in the near future, uh, and you'll see it behind me hung proudly. You need someone like that on your team because as it stands... Yanni Hockenpaw at six foot seven, two twenty one, ding ding, and Jamie Ben, who used to take his helmet off before tilts, throw it on the ice in a very old school way, have just forgotten how to punch, or maybe they're just over it. I don't know. I have a a devil's advocate scenario here for you. What was our problem last year? What did we get in trouble with the absolute most last year? Untimely penalties. And I know that was that was one thing we harped on Reds a lot with was taking stupid penalties and like maybe not necessarily fighting penalties, but just stupid penalties. And it seems like we're just not being that aggressive anymore. And we went the complete opposite of what we did last year, because that's what it seems like it's happening now. We can't get aggressive where we're losing fights to pucks in the boards seems like we're pulling up a lot like not trying to take a checking penalty or something you know might be a little ridiculous but yeah i mean it seems like for all intensive purposes playing like a bunch of parshish like they just need to nut up and fucking play hockey man come on put the bisky in the basky yeah it's real frustrating to see <laughs> i mean to to kind of put it into just we're not a football podcast but sending it over to football just for reference because one thing you always hear when you're watching college football is how little or how much discipline there is in the military schools. For reference, three of the top 10 least penalized penalized Penalized. teams in college football last year were Army, 
Air Force, and Navy. And that's every time it's brought up, it's all they're such a disciplined team. They have great coaching, blah, 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 what have you. And I tend to agree with that. If you look at Oklahoma, we had a shit ton of penalties all the time because Lincoln Riley sucks and the team was soft. If there's some sort of accountability from the coaching staff, then these untimely and in particular offensive zone penalties that we so often seem to draw or commit, it all goes back to coaching. And there needs to be some level of accountability or fire or I don't know. I don't even know the right word for it, but something has to change. It's like oomph. we're just missing a heart, if you will. Little panache, little pizzazz. There's no uh, gobble ghoul. fire. There's no gobble ghoul. We need to be playing the Calgary Flames to be lighting that fire under us. Hey, now. Uh, I, I, I did have a fun fact. Uh, Save that I was, for dad jokes. Ooh. Oh, oh, I got plenty lined up for that, so don't you worry about that. <laughs> yeah. They're back. Uh, Fink has a new toy that he's trying yeah. out this week in case y'all couldn't figure that out. We like to have fun here. Uh, you know, we're going to spice it up a little spice, bit. Yeah, I was going to say, we're going to spice it's, it up. It's 2022. Yeah, it's 2022. We're going to we're going to we're going to have a little uh, a couple of changes. Uh, but we're still a hockey podcast. We like to have fun. We're just taking inspiration from the things that we grew up on. Uh, speaking of things that we grew up sound on machines, sound machines. Can't wait till we get a soundboard. Uh, I was doing some perusing on the Instagrams and a certain profile named hockey book. Aki hockey book. Hockey posted recently mm. about one of the most amazing jerseys of all time, the Mooteris. I want to give you a little snippet to take away before we jump into these tweets. In 2006, the Dallas Stars bid farewell to one of the most controversial alternate sweaters in franchise history. Popularly known as the Mooteris, the infamous sweater held itself a pretty darn good sales and on-ice record. In financial terms, the sweater was a success, bringing in about $400,000 in sales in the first month. On the ice, it served the stars just as well. The Mooteris sweaters boast a strong 13-6-3 lifetime record while wearing the constellation-clad beauties. All I'm saying is if we want some wins, bring back the Mooteris. I think if the stars align, we can definitely do that. I mean, literally, if the stars align, it could look like a, like a, like a Mooteris. That's all I'm saying. I would love to see it back. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, we're pro muterists here. Like, we definitely aren't anti-muterists on this podcast. No, there there are quite a few people uh, that I know personally that are very anti-muterists. And it's honestly, you know it's what? they can go somewhere else for their Texas hockey talk. Yeah. We kind of pasture. They go out to, they go out to pasture. Oh, <laughs> oh. Cow jokes. Cow jokes. Hold on. Uh, but. Yeah, that's a little tidbit for you. That's a little extra. That's a little extra sauce on the burger today that is water hockey. If there's one thing the stars are very good at, it's creating incredibly divisive jerseys. Yes. Same thing. Same thing with the uh, with the blackouts. A lot of people hated them. Same thing with the reverse retros, which I guess 
when you have an alternate, that's what you want, right? You want people to be talking about it more than anything. Unless you're Nashville, then you just clearly don't care and put out whatever Zodiac killer lettering you want on your jerseys. Smash I mean, we yeah. can't use we can't use Zodiac because literally the Mudris is based off of like Ted Cruz. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> Allegedly, the, yeah, the like Zodiac, if you will, it's the, uh, the astrology. Horus, yes, astrology. Horoscopes. 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 Now, earlier though, Max uh, told Max to go to bed, and that the cows are sleeping, and he was like, "What does that have anything to do?" But, <laughs> and I was like, "That means it's past your bedtime." Were you like? Max, Mercury's Ooh, in retrograde. Um, Max, yeah. Merc- Mercury's in retrograde, my guy. You got to you got to crash. And he's like, "What does that have to do with me? It's not my fault your iPhone <laughs> doesn't work. That's just the moon." Dad, I'm two and a half years old. Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> cows jumping over the moon. The you told me to run. Dead. You told me to run from girls that asked me about when I was born. Uh-huh. Well, there are a couple tweets before we uh, wrap it up with some dad jokes that I found rather interesting and they do pertain to a little bit of what we talked about last uh, last week, last episode with the Klingberg conundrum. Uh, Jeff Merrick, as we reported on Hockey Night in Canada, the Dallas Stars have stepped up their efforts to trade John Klingberg. We believe he will be moved. Not sure where, but we've reported that the Carolina Hurricanes have shown interest previously. Now take that with a grain of salt because if he does end on quote-unquote previously, uh, that could mean very well that they've moved on from that because the Hurricanes are stringing together some pretty damn good games. And if I'm the Hurricanes, and not saying that there is anything wrong with their locker room, uh, you know, they brought in Tony D'Angelo after a very, very rough couple of years with the New York Rangers and the way that he acted and the things that he said, which we do not need to go into whatsoever. But if you can bring a guy like that into the locker room and still perform as well as they perform being one of the top teams in the NHL, if you add a guy like Klingberg, that's only going to make you better. And, and I'll be damned if the hurricanes aren't in the Stanley cup final and the stars aren't, I'm going to be rooting for the hurricanes. Klingberg needs to go get his ring. So I don't know how you guys feel about that. Or if there are any other teams that have popped up on y'all's radar or your tweeters uh, as potential suitors, you know, we've talked about this plenty of times. We don't have to spend a ton of time on it. But at this point, I think the writing is on the wall. The Klingberg haters, uh, you know, they're probably going to get what they want with Klingberg being gone. He's going to flourish wherever he goes. I guarantee it. But uh, what do you guys think? Do you think he's going to go anywhere in the division? Or do you think they're going to try to ship him out somewhere on the other side? I feel like it'd be irresponsible to trade him within the division. Yeah, he knows too much. He knows way too much. Everybody knows about us. It's true. We're very predictable. The last thing you want is a good offensive defenseman that you have to contend with on a regular basis. Yeah. I think it's just the curse of Dallas and Texas sports is just going to happen. He's going to go off and have an extremely successful career. Not in Dallas. And you know what? I think when all is said and done in like six years, when he hits his ultimate demise uh, for hockey, uh, <laughs> that'll be his untimely death. Yeah, no, 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 not his untimely death. 
No, he's going to have his name on the cup two times. Ooh, I like that. That's a two bold times prediction. before this. Go ahead and mark it. Uh, January 18th, 2028. Uh, mark it down. We'll, after we win our fourth Marconi, probably. Yeah, man. Fourth. Yeah, fourth. Conservative estimate. Yeah, you're right. We'll go six or six. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just got this new uh, anti-gloating cream. And I can't wait to rub it in. Hey, we haven't <laughs> even gotten to the dad jokes yet. They're just dropping them like like hotcakes. Oh, uh, well, right. I, I I just I it bums me out because I don't think Klingberg wants to leave. I think the fact that he was drafted by the stars and has been with this organization as much as or as long as he has, um, you know, he he's like everybody else. He goes out there and gives it everything he can. Um, I'm sure you know the Facebook couch dwellers. Um, We'll say that, you know, good riddance, blah, 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 um, while they chug their 16th Dr. Pepper of the hour. But, you know, who am I to judge? Uh, Matt DeFranks, friend of the show. Well, hold on. Before we before we get on, I do have to say, though, I think it'll be a bad move if we keep him regardless. I don't think he'll be wearing a Dallas Stars jersey for too much longer. No, I, I think it'll be a bad you move. You can't recover from it. No, I think it'll be a bad move if he is on the team when the season ends. No matter what. I mean, the only way that it would not be smart is if we won the cup somehow. And, and you know, he got his he gets his cup first one with Dallas. And hey, that's not, that's not off the table. But I, I think it's even if you win the cup, it's going to be hard to win back the fan base, knowing that that report was out there that he wanted to trade and he never really kind of shut it down. You know, yeah, like, I mean, I, I'm you turning your back on the fans. I'm this fan base has me more torn than the team itself. Most times um, with people thinking they know what they're talking about. And, you know, I appreciate everyone that watches and goes to the games unless you yell shoot. Uh, But it's just, it gets really old hearing the same song and dance over and over from people that, you know, don't know what they're talking about. You can tell in the conversation, but I get, I get where you're coming from. The The relationship has been tarnished um, by most of the fan base. Um, this is a fragile fan base at best, especially because most of them are probably Cowboys fans, which we know what's going on there. Um, nothing. The lack of going on. Exactly. Um, but one last thing I did want to bring up before we uh, drop some stellar dad jokes. Uh, Matt DeFranks, friend of the show, said, uh, Rick Bonus said, if the stars had extra bodies on the NHL roster, there would have been healthy scratches to guys that would have shocked them. Something to keep an eye on in the coming games. And this was tweeted on the 15th. So three days ago, I mean, are we going to see Jamie, Ben Tyler Sagan, your top guys, are we going to see some healthy scratches on their end? Because if you're, Rick bonus and you're threatening someone like that or you're saying something like that to a very trusted source and Matt DeFranks, who is not going to be shy about posting it. It's his job. What are you going to do? Fucking pull a trigger. Do it. You got to do I, it. I agree. I wish, it, I wish you would just quit fucking talking about it and just do something. Exactly. Yeah. This dude is more temperamental than a freaking teenager. <laughs> Here's Rick bonus again. Hi, Rick. 
Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, sassy. He's a sa- he 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 must listen to the podcast. It's just, dude. Just rather than talking about all this shit that you do, just do it and just save us all the trouble. Just put us out of our misery. Honestly. What's what's really frustrating too is we're sitting here talking about Rick Bonus as if it's just him. I have not heard a fucking peep out of Jim Nil. No, dude, he likes where the team's at. He loves where this team is at. And that's what's so baffling. I mean, the two protected classes of NHL employees now seems to be referees and Rick Bonus. Yeah, we went in we went in on the referees last week. If you haven't listened to the episode, go back. Uh Patrick was on fire. One of his best performances. Dude, I was yet. so I was so heated. But yeah, yeah dude, it was, it's it was like I don't think it was nil. I think it might have been Jim Lights that called out Jamie and Sagan a few years ago. The fucking horseshit. Like they seem very willing to place any and all blame onto the players and none onto the coaches. Okay. Yep. I have I found something on the Dallas Stars diehards page that I think we might find a little interesting. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for it. Basically the theory is that we need a new owner. They don't think Gaglardi's doing a good job? No, he's he's the key. So since 2000 uh, and 20, no, sorry, 2011, uh, we ranked fourth in the division, fourth out of five. We missed the playoffs. We had uh, Glenn as our coach, Gallardi, and Neuendijk as GM, right? All right, 20 and 12. Fifth in the division, missed the playoffs again. Glenn was out the door. Tom was still owner. Neuendijk still GM. Now we're in 13-14. Team scoring rank was 10th. We ranked fifth in the division out of seven. Lost in the first round. Lindy was a coach. Gallardi was still the owner. Jim Nil, GM. So basically, just keep going through. Uh, You see in 2015, obviously, we were first in the division, ranked first in scoring. Lost in the second round. Lindy was a coach. Tom was the owner. Jim Nil. But Tom basically being the the key piece. The the common denominator. Constant. Yeah. So maybe it's time to look. I mean, obviously, we can't just like up and look for a new owner. But <laughs> can we? Sir, I request that you sell this team now. Yes. As a fan base, can we do that? Please and thank you. No, but obviously, it's just it's another take. And maybe something else to look at and throw the wrench in here and while we're tossing it around, we can do that. I think that's smart. I, I think uh, I, I think that you can only place the blame on the players so much uh, until you start placing the blame on the people that bring these players in and give them these outlandishly ridiculous contracts um, and allow them to be no match, no trade clauses, and uh, you know Ryan Suter, I want to play till I'm 85 contracts, and you guys have to let me play here. So that's not the fans fault. That's not the stars fault. That's not the people that are playing on the ice right now and victory greens fault. They were brought in to do a job. Are they doing their job? Probably not great. Um, I could do an entire episode on Roddick Foxa because he's seemingly completely disappeared, even though we've given him what 3 million a year, something along those lines. That's baffling, but 
You got Chicken and Raffle out there just doing their damnedest. But let's end it on a light note. Let's tell some dad jokes. Let's bring the segment back. Let's bring it back. And let's, let's once again ask the fans that listen to this, chime in. Let us know how much you hate or love these dad jokes as the stars go down three to one to <sighs> arguably the worst team in the NHL, the Montreal Canadiens. God, I hope someone gets fired after tonight. Jason, as the honorary only one that has an actual child and you are an actual dad in this group, um, the, the, the table is yours. The floor is yours. Oh, I got to go first. Actually, you no. Get to go first. Yeah. Well, no, you that's get to fine. Go no, 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 that's yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. No, I was just talking to a buddy of mine, and he said he didn't really understand cloning, and I was like, "Well, that makes two of us." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh man! That's good. No, really, guys. I had a joke about. Uh, I was gonna post time traveling joke but you guys really just didn't like it <laughs> the two for one special <laughs> yeah <Bing bong. laughs> that's not gonna die oh god we've opened a can of worms with this <laughs> soundboard thing yeah oh absolutely just wait yeah wait until we get a full on soundboard this 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 show is gonna be on a whole new level mm-hmm. uh oh that was a, that was a genuine sound though. <laughs> Are you in a fishbowl? Is that the fishbowl effect? Either way. No. Uh, ah. That's like the uh, that's the subconscious of Rick Bonus. Um, I would just I would just like to say uh, rest in peace uh, to boiled water. You will be missed. <laughs> will be missed. <laughs> oh man. And I feel like this pertains to everything going on right now. You know, <sighs> sore throats are such a pain in the neck. <laughs> Sorry. Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick, take man, it away. I, yeah, I actually have some exciting news. Um finally decided to get a new TV. Mm-hmm. I was working with 1080p and upgraded to to 4K. It's my New Year's resolution. Oh, and hilariously, the stars are now down four to one to the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Rick Bonus just mouthed the word "fuck" on the bench. We can go ahead and call it a wrap on this game. And probably a wrap on his career in coaching because he is arguably one of the worst head coaches of all time. That is not an opinion. That is a record. Um, just go back and watch his inaugural season with Ottawa Senators. Uh, well, that's exactly how that's exactly how I wanted to uh, end this podcast. Uh, Patrick, might as well just let him know because I feel like we're going to be this way for a very long time. Yeah, my my resting. I usually have a very winsome personality. <laughs> uh, and a little tip: I've been getting words of the week from one of my buddies, so that's mm-hmm. our word of the week. Winsome means cheerful. Well, okay. What is this uh, team makes me want to the- slam my head into a wall? <laughs> well, you know what they say: winsome, lose some. 
Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I think we really just need to be asking, why would Dennis Gurionov do this? I don't know. But hey, you know what? WWG. There's some, some bright news. Star scored. We're only down to four to two. Oh, oh man. Just, right. uh, just stay sassy, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Good assist, Gurionov. Uh, well, wow. Why didn't, why didn't Dennis shoot that? Cut him. Yeah, cut him. Shoot. Going from six minutes to five minutes per game. <laughs> no, but really, stay sassy, as always. And well, stay moist. And uh, assist, main assist off Joel Hanley, friend of the show. Ooh, Don't you forever, show. for any reason, no matter how bad the dad jokes are or the soundboard is for getting your current tattoos. Getting a little close there. Yeah, I had to speed it up. Yeah.